Welcome to another episode of For the Love of Chiropractic. I'm your host, Dr. Robert Freeman. I've been in practice for over 30 years, and I continue to work in a million-dollar practice that I built, ran, and sold. I've taught, lectured, and coached our profession, and helped so many chiropractors build the practice and the life of their dreams. And now, I want to help you do the same. So here's today's show. On today's show, we're going to talk about success. Every successful chiropractic practice has a motivated, success-minded person somewhere in front of the patients or behind the scenes that's moving the chess pieces to create the successful practice and the successful chiropractor. And on today's show, we're going to talk about that successful mindset. And so without delay, let's get started. The word success, what does that mean? You know, it's funny. It means different things to different people. To some people, it means having lots of friends and being the life of the party. To some people, it means having all the wonderful accoutrements that this world can provide to you. To other people, it means just having tons and tons of money in the bank. But I suspect if you're listening to this podcast, success means having a big successful chiropractic practice where you're helping lots of people and earning the deserved income that you should be from providing that phenomenal chiropractic care to your patients. Personally, I believe success is a balance of having the big successful practice and having a wonderful family life and having a wonderful social life and having the financial resources to do all the things that you want to do. One of the best definitions of success that I've ever heard is being able to do what you want, when you want, with whom you want, anytime you want, just because you want. I think that's a great measure of a successful life. Now, to create that, there's two pieces. There's the action steps that lead to the big success. But more important, before the action steps comes the mindset. What is the mindset of the successful person? What is the mindset of the successful chiropractor? There's a philosophy about success. And it's called be, do, have, or have, do, be. Most people, the majority of people think, well, when I have the things that successful people have, I can do the things that successful people do, and therefore, I will be successful. And that's probably how 80% of the population looks at it. And frankly, they never become successful. It's a classic measure of the old 80-20 rule. The 20 percenters, the truly successful people, look at it just the opposite. They be successful. They are a certain way. And therefore, they do the things that successful people do. And because they're being that way, because they're doing the things that that those people do, they have the success. I want to explain this in more detail. This secret of successful people was first shared with me over 30 years ago by one of my early mentors. And he had learned it almost 30 years before that from one of his mentors. The laws and rules of success don't change with trends in fashion and style. The rules of success are the same. They may be slightly tweaked, but they are what they are. So a common measure of success is, I want to be a millionaire. Okay, fine. Well, 
someone might say, well, just be the way millionaires be. And the common response is, I don't know what that means. If I knew what it meant, I'd already do it. Okay, fine. So do the things that millionaires do. And if you follow those steps, you'll end up having the things that millionaires have. And you've learned, you've backed into, you've learned how to be the millionaire. This holds for any measure of success. You want to have the big successful practice? Okay, well, be the way the chiropractor that has the big successful practice has, and then you will too. It's often said there are no shortcuts on the road to success. You have to climb the ladder one rung at a time. And what I can tell you from experience, there is one shortcut. Are you ready for it? Here it comes. Find somebody who has done exactly what you want to do. And then match, mirror, plagiarize, and steal their actions and attitudes. Because if you follow what they've done, you'll get the same result. Because when you do the same thing in the same way, you get the same result. By the way, if things are not working for you in your practice or in your life, and you continue to do the same thing in the same way and expect a different result... I'll bet you've heard this. That's the definition of insanity. So to create the success that you're looking for, step number one, identify exactly, precisely what it is you're looking to create, get, and achieve. If you want to take the shortcut, step number two, find a mentor, find somebody who has already done, who has created exactly what it is you're looking for and ask to meet with them, pick their brain. As Dr. Larry Markson says, match, mirror, plagiarize, and steal their actions and attitudes. And by the way, Dr. Markson has graciously agreed to be a guest on a future episode of For the Love of Chiropractic to talk about success, success philosophies, and how the chiropractic profession has changed over the years and some of the key factors that still to this day remain the same even after decades of being involved in chiropractic. So getting back to the practice, you've decided what it is you want it to look like, what it is you're working to create. And I don't want you to get hung up in figuring out all of the action steps from A to Z. The only thing we have to know is, what do we do next? What is the next step that we need to take? Maybe it's the next two or three steps, and that's just terrific. But at the very least, here's what I need to be doing next. Because as we take care of the next one thing, the next one after that becomes obvious. And then we handle that, and that, and that, and next, and on and on. And all of a sudden, instead of ABC, we're at PQR, and we're closing in on Y and Z. We're there. We've got it. We've created it. Another fantastic friend and mentor of mine, Dr. George Birnbach, One said, what does your business look like when you're finished building it? It's a great question. I don't know that a lot of chiropractors stop to think about that. Okay, this is what I'm looking to create. And maybe you're never finished building it. Maybe it's always one more associate doctor, a larger facility, another satellite office. Maybe the goal is to have as many offices and satellite offices as I can with my God-given time on the planet. And that's just fine. Where are you going? Where are you growing? And what is it you're looking to do? Or perhaps 
I want to have one phenomenal office with one or two phenomenal associate doctors helping as many people as we possibly can in our office with an amazing staff with fantastic scripts, procedures, and outcomes. But it's your office. It's your life. What do you want that to look like? I think the work-life balance is incredibly important. And as long as those pieces add up and fit together, oh, what a fantastic profession and life you're having and building. Speaking of which, if you look at the episode directory, you're also going to see an episode on goal setting, putting all the pieces together. You, your family, important people in your life, professionally, financially, and the icing on the cake, the toys and rewards you want. We talk about all that in that episode, and that is at least as equally important as what we're talking about right here today. So now let's take a few minutes and talk about the opposite side of the coin. What is it that stops you in your tracks, freezes you in place, delays you from taking the action steps that you need to? The absolute number one thing that I see with chiropractors that I've worked with over so many years is a lack of certainty. If you're ever saying to somebody else or to yourself, you know, I'm just not sure and fill in the blank that I'm not sure is a lack of certainty. Get certain is my number one piece of advice because certainty is one of the main ingredients of success. I'm not saying be arrogantly certain, be open, listen, learn, and then take the action steps necessary with that certainty. And this holds true whether we're talking about relationships, professionally, care plans, financially, making a big purchase. If you're saying things like, well, I'm not sure, but I think we'll try this and see what happens. Take a little bit of certainty in your hands and confidently step forward. When we talk about being in practice, one of the beautiful things about being a doctor is we're allowed to have absolute certainty and confidence as long as we also keep our eyes open. I am absolutely certain that the problem with your lower back is a facet joint issue because you have these positive tests and all the signs that match it. So we're going to proceed with the following treatment plan to work to get you better. Again, in healthcare, we are confident and certain. We go through, we do the things that we believe are the correct things to be doing with confidence and certainty. And then when we get to a reexamination or if new symptoms appear or we do additional testing, we're allowed to say, all right, now based on these new test results, clearly it's a disc syndrome and not a simple facet syndrome. Therefore, this is exactly what needs to be done now. And this is one of the beautiful things about being a doctor. You make choices for your patients about the things that you're providing to them, for them and with them, based on all the current information that we have. That's called standard of care. And when that information changes, you're allowed to completely change your action steps. And that's what's expected in the area of healthcare. I have a very close friend who's an attorney. And years ago, we would argue back and forth about different things like this and how healthcare and law are two wonderful professions, but they have a very different basic viewpoint on facts. 
We've already talked about what happens in healthcare. We take action steps based on the facts that we have in front of us and move forward. In law, you have to choose a position, guilty, not guilty. And as the attorney, defend that position no matter what happens, no matter what new facts come to light. And you just hope and work like heck that by the time you get to the end of the case, the side that you're on is the one that's found to be correct. And all I can say to that is, oh, thank God we're not attorneys. So the opposite of a lack of certainty is being decisive. Know what you know, keep your eyes open, but be decisive. The next thing on our list is no procrastination. If you have the certainty you're being decisive, don't procrastinate, do it now. And following up on that, if you're going to do it now, take massive action steps. Take as big a step forward as you possibly can. Confront what needs to be confronted and have no fear about it. And I threw those last two in kind of quickly. Have no fear and confront. That lack of certainty and fear go hand in hand. I'm not certain and I'm scared, blah, 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 fill in the blank. When you're not certain and afraid, that's where the fear of confrontation comes in. Step up to it, whether it's a situation, a person, or anything else that you've been afraid to handle. Confront it and put it behind you. Success philosophy is such a wonderful area to look into and examine. I decided to make myself a student of success philosophy over 30 years ago. And the more that I've studied it, the more that I've learned about it, the more that I've listened, read, and spoken with experts in the field, the more that I understand success can be had by anyone who's willing to follow the time-honored steps and apply the pieces consistently. Consistency over time always accomplishes the goal. Some of the other pieces in success philosophy that we're going to be visiting, I've already mentioned goal setting, and there's a whole episode dedicated to the process of proper goal setting. But we'll also spend time talking about affirmations, what they are, why they're important. Talk about visualization, why that's important, what that's all about. And possibly the granddaddy of all of them, meditation. If you don't start with quieting the mind, how can you possibly hope to calmly get to the goal you're looking to get towards and to have the road as smooth as possible? So to bring it all home, I was recently at one of the chiropractic colleges speaking with a group of students who were within a year of graduating. One of the young soon-to-be docs asked me, so do you think I should associate or should I start on my own immediately? And I told her, that's a great question. And it was as if a pin had dropped because everybody stopped to listen to the answer. My best piece of advice is what we've already said in this episode, which is identify exactly what it is you want to be doing. And if you're not sure, then definitely don't go out and start your own practice. Find someone who's doing what you want to be doing or what you think you want to be doing and learn everything you can from them. And then you're in a great position to go out and light the world on fire. If you do already know exactly what you want to do and you think you want to know exactly how you want to do it, 
That's just fine too. I still think there needs to be a mentor, a coach, somebody riding co-pilot with you to help see the next steps in the future and move you forward as fast as possible. All right. And that's our show for today. If you have a question about today's show or your own practice, feel free to reach out at theloveofchiropractic.com. Before making changes to your practice, be sure to seek legal advice regarding those changes and regulations in your state. For the Love of Chiropractic is an RGF production, all rights reserved. And thanks for listening. Original music provided by Hunter Rich Music.